This is the Talking Sports Podcast with Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Trumpor right here on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Talking Sports Podcast. The reason you clicked on this episode, obviously, is because it's the Super Bowl 56 preview between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. We're going to give you insight to both teams. We're going to break down both teams, break down the game, and give you our Super Bowl MVP and our Super Bowl winner at the end of the episode. Before we get into that, Jared has a quick message for you guys. Hey, guys, if you're watching this, please subscribe. It really helps us. Uh, if you look at our channel, we just had the luxury of interviewing a former Super Bowl champion, uh, QB Brad Johnson from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it was a great interview. Got to learn what it's like being in the Super Bowl, and especially as a quarterback, and especially winning a Super Bowl. He gets to explain his whole story. So please check that out. It's our most recent video. Um, and don't forget to also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, where we're going to be releasing more content. We're going to be putting out more polls and uh, letting you know uh, when a new video is released. So please follow us on that and hit the subscribe button. Yeah, guys, Instagram and Twitter are vital to make sure you know when our videos come up. Also, if you really want to know, uh, put the notifications on for our YouTube channel. We usually don't ask people to do that, but if you honestly want to know exactly when the video drops, you can hit the notifications button for our YouTube channel and you'll get an alert when the video comes up. As well as always, like I said in the beginning, and Jared said, Apple Podcast is always an option. So if you're in the car, on the go, and you don't want to um, fire up your YouTube, you can just listen on Apple Podcast where you just do normal Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. So that is also a way to listen to us. But guys, Super Bowl preview. This is the biggest game in the sporting year. So every year, obviously, there's a Super Bowl, but it's just usually Super Bowl is the biggest game. It's the most watched game on television. It's the most talked about game. That's why there's two weeks from the AFC and NFC championship leading up to the Super Bowl because people want to talk about it. This year, we got the four seed Cincinnati Bengals against the four seed Los Angeles Rams. So we got two four seeds, but two division winners. Rams had high expectations going into the year. You had Matthew Stafford, and they added Von Miller and obviously Odell Beckham Jr. in the middle of the year. Obviously, this is Cincinnati Bengals, a little more of a Cinderella. Obviously, they're not a Cinderella because in the playoffs because they were a four seed, so they're still a high seed, but they're a Cinderella based off their season. Not a lot of expectations, but they blew that through the water. So, guys, we're just going to start talking about it. And before you keep watching, drop a comment who you think you're going to win the Super Bowl. Is it going to be Joe Burrow and the Bengals, or is it going to be Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams? So drop a comment. We would love to see who you guys think. But JR, the Bengals, 24 points per game. We'll start with the Bengals. 24 points per game in the playoffs. They're averaging 88 yards on the ground. Passing yards about 249, almost 250. And a total of yards of game for 337. That's the playoffs. On the flip side for the defense, 19.7 points per game they're allowing. They're allowing 127 yards on the ground, 243 yards to the air, and then a total of 371 yards per game. Joe Burrow, four touchdowns to two interceptions. So I want to start with Joe Burrow. I know he's taught, been talked about how he's the savior. He's done great. But he only has four touchdowns to two interceptions in three games. That's not a lot of passing touchdowns in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, so um, for Joe Burrow, I think – it's more how he's facilitating the offense rather. Yes. He's playing really well. Um, he has two really good receivers, T Higgins and then rookie Jamar chase, which I think that connection, no one really thought that that connection was gonna be like, Oh, it's going to bring him to the super bowl in their first year, but it was a great pick uh, and paid off. However, I think with Joe Burrow, it's how he 
he doesn't get like for the Chiefs game, for example, they were down and he didn't really get rattled and he was able to help them, you know, come back in the end, uh, along with their defense. Defense was big on that. But for Joe Burrow, it's really he's kind of keeps like the the whole team like, okay, we're we still win this game. Uh he he doesn't he is never like, oh, he never gets rattled, basically what I'm trying to say. And he really facilitates the game and takes it like through drives um, and good play caller uh, that too. So, yeah, I don't want to make you feel like I'm bashing Joe Burrow. That's not what I'm doing. Obviously he led his team to, or he's one of the reasons his team is in the Super Bowl. I just want to like, it, it. it's just a glaring note on the stat wise that like, he hasn't been like, I want to say, like spectacular, if that's what I mean. Like he's been very good, been way above average, but he hasn't been great. And I think to win a Super Bowl 90% of the time, you're going to have to make, you're going to be great. You're going to make a lot of great plays. He does have the weapons around him. Joe Mixon in the playoffs, 190 yards, averaging 3.7 yards on the ground. He does have a touchdown. Joe Mixon's also been, JR, a very vital guy out of the backfield receiving. This is, we're going to stick to playoff stats or recent stats because regular season, you kind of, you kind of toss out the window at this point. They really, has no effect on what he has done in the playoffs. 13 catches, 106 yards. I think Joe Mixon's vital out of backfield. What do you think? Yeah, I, what I consider Joe Mixon, he's more of like Joe Burrow's safety valve. Exactly. You know, when you're getting pressure, just dump it off. And then Mixon's one of the best at making plays come from that. So, like you were saying, like Joe Burrow hasn't had to have like a Patrick Mahomes type of uh, playoff run, but he does the right things, like dumping it off when there's no one else open to Joe Mixon. He's letting his players make plays to win the game. He's not necessarily going for 350 yards, six touchdowns. You know, like he's not exactly. like a Patrick Mahomes type of playoff run, but he's allowing – he's putting his team in the situations to get there, you know. Yeah, and obviously if they win the Super who gives a damn what his stats were? Yeah, like, it was, exactly. I, I'm, I'm just saying just because it takes into note into account the game and while we're analyzing no, it and I, making I, a prediction. If you understand what you're saying, like – if you look at the media, it's like, oh wow, Joe Burrow is playing amazing. Like, yeah, but like he's just the face of the team, you know, and he's making those plays. And yes, he's the flashiness. And but it's not like, like you say, if you look at the media, you think he's like, oh, he's having a Patrick Mahomes type of playoffs. I, I understand what you're saying there. You know? Like, yeah, you go into like first take or any like show like that, like he's a top five quarterback in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Joe Burrow's had a great year. Win the Super, who gives a damn what you're ranked as quarterback? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like the talent on that offense. Is incredible. Yeah. You have Joe Mixon, who's an all almost an all pro running back. Jamar Chase, also really young too. Yeah, and Joe Burrow can get better. This is not like his peak. Like that, I, I hope I don't. This is not coming off like I'm bashing Joe. Burrow. I love the kid. I had him. I I did a mid. I posted on my personal Twitter account like a maybe a little past mid season like a top ten quarterbacks in the NFL and had Joe Burrow ten. And all my comments like you're wrong. You're wrong about Joe Burrow. And I was yeah, like, no, people were saying no. He's he's ten, and now people are like he's top five. He's great. I, I saw. I didn't see this coming, but I thought. Joe Burrow's super talented, and I think he's not getting enough credit for what he's doing. But he's had a great supporting cast. Joe Mixon, almost an all-pro running back. Jamar Chase, wow. Dude's a bona fide stud. 279 yards receiving, 20 catches, and a touchdown. T. Higgins, he's not talked about enough. Yeah, Jamar Chase, rightfully so. 20 catches for two, about 280 yards. T. Higgins has 14 catches for 209 yards. Like, that's not that far off of Jamar Chase. He does not get enough credit, and he's going to have to be important yeah, because we know who we know who Jamar Jamar Chase is going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback in the league. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. T Higgins is going to be vital. What do you think about T Higgins this weekend? 
no, I agree. T. Higgins is going to have to step up in those like Jamar Chase in the long drives. I think Jalen Ramsey's going to have his number. He's going to be all over him. The way I see Jamar Chase maybe getting a getting a look is maybe like the end zone. Uh, he might get a one on one with Jalen. Like, okay, let's let Jamar make him make a play on that. But T. Higgins is going to need to step up in targets. He's going to get the targets. He had ten targets against the. Uh, Chiefs last game and led the team, but he's going to need to make those rack catches, uh, yards after catch. Um, he's going to need to make those big plays to put him in the field position to, you know, score the ball. And he's going to see a lot of targets. Definitely. And honestly, like if he starts, you know, killing the Rams, the, I could see maybe Jalen Ramsey start going on him. And then that opens it up for chase because you, you can't, yes, you want to shut down chase. He's obviously, best receiver on the team, but someone else is killing you. Like you got to like make move, you know, game plan for that too. I was listening to, I believe it was, I was listening to radio and they were talking about sports radio and they were talking about how the Rams will have to play a lot of zone and they like to keep keep guys on the side. And they they had a a scenario that the Rams could kind of like play on Sunday. They could have Ramsey on Higgins, right? Ramsey just follows Higgins. Like that's his guy. Cause Higgins has been great. And they double Jamar Chase with their second and third corner, or a, their wow. second corner and a safety. That, that's actually smart. Jamar Chase has two guys the whole game, no matter what. So if he's Tyler, Boyd, up and then yeah, if Tower Boyd's gonna beat you, Tower Boyd's gonna beat you. And I think Tower Boyd is vital because obviously Higgins and Chase are gonna see a lot of efforts. So Boyd's gonna go against either the nickel corner with a third or fourth corner. He's not gonna go against their top two corners, so he's gonna be important. But I love that scenario because like. People are like, well, Ramsey has to be on chase. Yeah, Ramsey's going to get tired. Like, it's just it's, it's a long game. You put Ramsey on Higgins, right? Ramsey's better than Higgins. Like, I think I'm taking Ramsey in that matchup. I love T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Ramsey in the matchup. Higgins gets a catch or a couple catches. Yes, but if you take basically Higgins out of the game and you're asking Chase, a young Chase, he's a rookie, great year, going against a double team the whole game, he's going to get frustrated. Like, that's a very good scenario for the Rams if I was the Rams. And then you just let that pass rush get after. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but flip to the defensive side of the ball, and then we're going to give you guys some X factors on the Cincinnati Bengals and why we think if these happen, the Bengals are going to win quickly on the defense. Defense has been great. Yeah. Like, I don't think the defense has talked about it enough because they don't have, like, the household names. You get Jesse Bates in the safety role. Von Bell, very good safeties. Mike Hilton, Eli Apple, Chidebe Ozuye. The corners, like, those aren't all pro, but they get after the quarterback with Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard. Jared, I think the Bengals are, defense is going to be maybe more important than the offense. Like yeah, I was, was going to say, and you named those two guys on the defensive line, uh, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. I think Sam Hubbard had two sacks against the Chiefs and Trey Hendrickson had one and a half. But they have – they don't even necessarily have to get sacks on Stafford. They're going to have to pressure him because Stafford, when he gets uh, – when he's in the pocket – and he's not pressured. He has time. Like he's one of the most deadliest quarterbacks. So you got, and you saw it in the 49ers game. He was getting pressured, and they were actually they were doing terrible in the beginning. And he looked terrible. He he did well at the end, but like throughout the game, he just wasn't looking good. But that's crucial because obviously you could put pressure in the quarterback, helps the secondary out. Because like you said, on the secondary, it's it's not like they don't have household names, but like it's it's a decent secondary, but no one like jumps off the board, you know, and no one's playing like Jesse Bates maybe, but still he's a solid safety, but he's not, I wouldn't say he's 
more, he could be one of the best in the league, I guess. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, Trey Hendrick and Sam Hubbard have to get at Stafford, basically. Well, yeah, and I think like I think Chudebe Ozue, Mike Hilton, and Eli Apple have been great. I think I said his name right, but I think they they've been great. But they're going up against Cooper Cup, best receiver in the football statistically this year. And Odell, one of the most talented. Yeah, and Odell's been very good. Uh, Van Jefferson, you got Cam Akers, you got potentially Tyler Higby. This, this is like what the best passing, one of the best top five passing offenses. Offenses, yeah. And I think it's going to be a tough, tough, tough ask for the the Bengals secondary to keep up with the. And they did a good job against the Chiefs in the second half. That first half was horrid. Yeah. But I don't know what they maybe, maybe whatever they, they did maybe, works. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what clicked, but. But I agree, you're gonna have to get after the quarterback. I think that says for both teams. Like I think both teams, whoever gets after the quarterback better might be a better uh, might have a better shot. And that says that's a lot of football games, right? Like the best the best um secondary has the best pass rush. Exactly. You have the, the best thing, the thing about the, the Rams here though, I think the Rams have the best chance at getting after the quarterback. Exactly. You know Agreed. I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, you have Aaron Donald, and we can get to that in a second and Von Miller. But like the Bengals, and I think, look, you can break corners. If they're covering all day. Somebody's going to get open eventually. That's just how football works. And people are too talented not to get open. So you're going to have to get after the quarterback. And I think the Bengals are going to have to get after the quarterback. And I think, I think, I think, like you said, well, like you're getting at, but the first, I say first drive for the Rams, you know, Sean McVay's coming in with like a scripted, like yeah, really good setup of plays. Mm-hmm. If they could kind of get after early, you know, get the plays all scrambled, like, Oh, like get them all like messed up. That's that would be huge for the Bengals because Rams come out and score right away, kind of sets the tone uh, for the rest of the game, which puts out the Bengals at obviously a disadvantage. Before we go to the Rams side work, Gerald, let's start with some X factors to why, if not to why, if this happens, the Bengals can win the Super. I'll start off a quick one. My first X factor offensive line. Well, so, Joe yeah. Burrow's been sacked 12 times. In three games, that's four average per game. Well, that that can't happen again. Joe Burrow cannot be sacked four times in this game. He's gonna have, and he's done a great job. He did a great job against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, kind of escaping pockets. He's not like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson running, but he was good at navigating the pocket, getting rid of the ball, and making another play, keeping the play alive. He made some crucial third down runs. Yes, yes, he did. He did. Obviously, that's not his thing. Like he's not a just like go and just break down. He does a blazing speed. But I think offensive line is going to be very key for the Bengals. Yeah, I, I had that as well, protect Burrow. And then I also had, we kind of got at it earlier, T. Higgins. Uh, but we could also put Tyler Boyd in that conversation too. If, say, they go with that game of the zone or double-teaming Chase and putting Ramsey on Higgins. But they need a second receiver or a second option uh, outside of Chase this game. I think T. Higgins could be that unless Ramsey goes on him. But maybe if Tyler Boyd can get his name out there and get targets and catch the ball and make plays uh, that that's the X factor as well, too. So just a second receiver outside of chase step up. Agreed. Um, another one for me, the Bengals have been great kicking the field goals. Evan McPherson, 41 points, 12 for 12 field goals so far in three playoff games, but you cannot rely on that. Mm-hmm. The Rams have too he much of a, yeah, Rams have too much of a opponent offense to kind of rely on, the Bengals, like the Bengals, it's like the Chiefs. Like you can't rely on field goals because you're afraid. Obviously, the Rams are going to go down and score a touchdown. So can't rely on field goals for me for the Bengals. You can take them, obviously, but 
when you get in the goal line situations or red zone, you got to capitalize. You got to get touchdowns. Agreed. Uh, another X factor that we haven't really, this guy we haven't really talked about, a CJ Uzama. I believe he's playing this game. All the reports came out. I don't know how healthy he'll be because I think he sprained his MCL. I don't know what kind of injury that is, but he's been saying, I feel great. I'm playing. He could be an X factor. Like I was saying, as another receiver uh, outside of that. So I forgot to put his name out there. He, if he could make plays, cause he's been great throughout the whole year. Um, cause he's going against the linebackers usually. Um, so if he can make plays, maybe get a touchdown. That'd be huge. Cause he's one of Joe Burrow's uh, favorite targets. I agreed. I, I think I had, I wrote CJ's and moved down as well. I also wrote down T Higgins. I have one final X factor. It cannot let Cooper cup beat you, but Cooper cup can yeah. get his stuff and he can do everything, but you cannot go walk away from this game and Cooper cup at 200 yards and two touchdowns. Because you lost if that happened. You cannot let Cooper Cup beat you. You can, And I think this goes for both teams. You cannot let Jamar Chase beat you, and you cannot let Cooper Cup beat you. If T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, or Van Jefferson and Odell are going to beat you, well, I get it. It's gonna. It might happen. Not the, It's not obviously the end of what you lost the Super Bowl. But you cannot let Cooper Cup beat you if the Bengals. And you also, one final thing, have to get after Matthew Stafford. Make his life as miserable as you can. Especially, uh, I kind of t- Named Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson on that one. They have to because they've been playing great all all playoffs. They can just do it one more game. Get after Matthew Stafford. If you get four sacks on Matthew, that's huge, and that sets you up for a win. Basically, Is there anything else we got on the Bengals, or can we flip to the Rams? Uh, I'll just finally say maybe Joe Mixon. If you could get over eighty yards, kind of establish that run. They did that really well against the Chiefs at the end of the game. Joe Mixon was killing them. Kind of put it basically said you lost. Um, so Joe Mixon, it's gonna be huge, especially like we just said with those safety catches, safety net. If you could just have a great game, uh, get like A plus catches, 80 yards, they're on pace for a win. That's I agree. All Flip yeah. over to the Rams side, just a couple quick stats like I gave you for the Bengals, I gave you for the Rams guys. Um, also comment down below if you haven't already, if you want to. Anything about the Bengals you think is an X factor or stuff, or if you guys skip to this part of the video, comment down who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, either Rams or the Bengals. Rams averaging 28 points per game, averaging 94 yards on the ground, 305 yards through the air, and about 400 yards total in yards on the defensive side of the ball, allowing only 18 points per game. This is the playoff, guys, just to be clear. And only allowing 54 yards on the ground and only 220 yards in the air, and that's a total of 274 yards. So you kind of say the Rams have been a better defensive side of the ball than the Bengals have. Stafford completing 72% of his passes for about 905 yards, also six touchdowns and interceptions. We're going to start with Matthew Stafford, Jer. Just break down Matthew Stafford and what he has to do to get to the Rams to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, so for Matthew Stafford, uh, especially on this Rams team and throughout his career, you know he's going to be throwing the ball. He always usually throws a ton of attempts. So like you kind of stated for the Bengals, his favorite his favorite target is Cooper Cup. If you could just limit the amount of targets to Cooper Cup, because um, that's just like his safety net. That's his go-to guy. He always looks for Cooper Cup. If you can make him feel uncomfortable um, and not really – Cooper Cup's always taken, so he's always make, having to make the next look and read buys you time on defense uh, for the Bengals, but that's what, that's how Bengals are going to stop Matthew Stafford basically. Um, But Matthew Stafford, he loves throwing that ball. He's always going to throw for a good amount of yards. So 
it's not like he's he's the Bengals are going to be able to stop him from throwing. Um, but for Matthew Stafford, the key is it's his first Super Bowl. Um, can't let the nerves get to him. And he's he's a veteran, but he's kind of all new to this. So, but he's been playing well this whole playoff series. So I don't really, I think Matthew Stafford, I think he's going to perform. Uh, whether he, I don't think he's going to have a bad game, which I'm pretty much saying. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, Cooper Cup's going to be vital for the Rams and for the Bengals to stop. Cooper Cup, 25 receptions, 336 yards, and four touchdowns in the playoffs. But another name we have to, but throughout there, Jared, Odell Beckham Jr., 19 catches, 236 yards, and a touchdown. Well, he's been great. It's like the T. Higgins on the other side. Jamar Chase and Cup get the popularity from the media, but you can't forget about Odell. You can't forget about T. Higgins. And I think if the Rams want to have success, because Cooper Cup's going to be, he's going to be heavily focused. He'll be doubled. He's going to be heavily focused by the Bengals, and rightfully so. Odell, especially in the red zone, is going to have to be vital. I think also T- Tower Higby. He's healthy enough to play nine catches for 115 yards. He's uh, been very good, and he's a very good red zone target. And then one final thing, Cam Akers, Jared. 54 carries for 151 yards and also 62 receiving yards. He came back from that Achilles injury. Rams are only averaging 94 yards on the ground. I think if they can get the running game going and get a consistent running threat, I don't think it has to be a great running game. I think they have to have a threat of a running game. I think they're hard to stop in this game. Yeah. I like, like you said, it doesn't have to be a huge amount of running game because to me, why it might not be a key factor is because the Rams necessarily really don't run the ball as much. Um, and they haven't been doing it this playoffs. I think Akers had like 48 uh, rushing yards last game. So to me, I, I do like their passing offense so much that their rushing game doesn't have to be incredible. Uh, like it doesn't have to be over a hundred yards. Just got to be maybe like around 60 to 80. Um, but back to what you said about like Cooper cup and Odell, the difference between Jamar Chase and T and Cooper cup and Odell is that the Rams do have Jalen Ramsey to shut down chase. Whereas the Bengals don't have someone to shut down Cooper cup. And that's why I think, and teams could have tried to stop Cooper cup. I knew Cooper cups, the whole offense this whole year, but he still finds a way, whether it's a screen, that's why he's so, so versatile he could go deep he could screen it so i don't think it's going to be possible to stop cooper cup but you can contain him a little bit hopefully and that's where odell's got to step up which he has this he got over 100 yards last game so i think that tandem is going to be really hard to stop especially with a veteran quarterback stafford throwing them the ball and getting them the ball so that's that's the difference i think this tandem is a little better than chase and higgins standpoint i 100% agree i think we all know cooper cup heavily involved in the offense from game one to today to the super one he just hasn't been able to stop so it's easier said than done obviously the Bengals are going to have a game plan they're going to have a situation but it's going to be tough i think i think cam makers and sony michelle are super important and i think cam makers out of the backfield like joe mixon's out of the backfield give another option to stafford and i didn't write him down but van jefferson that third option for the Rams, he's been good. He had a touchdown. Like, I believe he was against the Cardinals in that route in the wild card weekend, but he's vital for the and he, Rams. He's sometimes like the forgotten man. Exactly. You know, they'll throw like a deep pass. It's like Van Jefferson. And then you're like, oh, wow, this guy. Like, yeah. You know, he'll have that one play that everyone's like, damn, that one on the game or something. Yeah. Cause you have Odell and Cooper get, and either Higby and Akers get so much focus. Um, they forget about Van Jefferson. We're going to flip over, keep on the Rams side, the defensive side of the ball. 
we got in the secondary, you got obviously safeties, Nick Scott, Nick Scott, excuse me, Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp. But we're going to talk about Jalen Ramsey a little. Jalen Ramsey, best corner in football. He, like we said earlier, he's going to have a tough task. Is he going to go against Jamar Chase? Is he going to stay with T. Higgins? Are they going to double Jamar Chase? He's going to be vital. And then, obviously, the pass rush, Jared. You got Leonard Floyd, Vaughn Miller, and Mr. Aaron Donald. Rams defenses, they're flying high. Only allowing 18 points per game in this playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think that Vaughn Miller pickup that you were talking about earlier is going to be crucial for them because Vaughn Miller knows what it's like to win a Super Bowl. Uh, he did it against the Panthers where he was – I mean, he's obviously was in his prime at that point. He's a little older now, so I'm not saying he could be at the same level. But he knows what he has to do. And then also Aaron Donald, he's hungry. He went to the Super Bowl, got kind of – I wouldn't say blown out, but it was just a bad game for the Rams. Uh, he's hungry for – so he wants a Super Bowl. And those – especially Aaron Donald, I mean, that, that defensive line had zero sacks last game, and you saw that they struggled against the 49ers. So that's definitely a reason why they struggle because I feel like this whole team feeds off that defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And when Aaron Donald's getting at that QB, we saw it in the Buccaneers game. Tom Brady was having trouble. Like it, it was hard to watch because every play is Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. So he's definitely going to see some double teams, and that's when you need guys like Leonard Floyd and Von Miller step up. But like you said, the key to this game is getting to the quarterback, and I think the Rams have a really good shot at getting to the quarterback this game. Yeah, and I think Donald and Miller, obviously Miller's trying to get that second, and Donald's trying to get the first, and Jalen Ramsey's trying to get that first. Um, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. I think they're going to be very important. I'm, I'm going back to the offense really quickly because I just forgot about one Matthew Stafford thing. I know we talked about his game against the 49ers. I think you and me talked about this privately off air, how Stafford's deep ball wasn't great in that game from any means, and their offense was still really good. Yeah. So that's scary. Just to, just throwing that out there. That yeah. Stafford watched that game. His deep ball was not on. Yeah, he almost I threw that interception. That yes, would have lost them the game. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Stafford was not on through the deep ball. If he's on, it's tough for the Bengals to stop. I just want to throw that out there. Just keep on the defense, but yeah, defense is going to get after. Or they're going to try to get after mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. And I don't know if the Bengals, like the Bengals, the line hasn't shown me enough to be like, you know what, they can fix it. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh. Well, you went against the Raiders, solid D-line. You went against the Titans, solid D-line. Very good run D-line, but not a great pass rush D-line. Obviously, the Chiefs had the, probably the second-best D-tackle in Chris Jones. But have they yeah. seen Von Miller and Aaron Donald like with a corner like Ramsey on the outside? Like, I don't know. I don't want to give away who I'm thinking who might win this game, but I just think like that pass rush, it's going to be tough to stop against anybody in general. Yeah, and what I mentioned, like, the Rams are getting it after the Buccaneers. But the, the Buccaneers also had Tom Brady, one of the, the best quarterback of all time. So he could he knows how to handle that, even though it was just annoying him. They have Joe Burrow, who's he's proven himself. He's still really young, and I don't know how he's going to, you know, get past that, you know. So if he keeps getting hit, that might be, you know, that might be the game because – I mean, he's very determined, and he, he'll get hit. He'll back. You saw him with that injury. He'll get hit back up. But there's only so much a quarterback can take, especially a young quarterback. And if he's got to worry about getting hit all the time, he might not make the best throws each time. I agree. Couple. We're going to start finish up the Rams with a couple X factors. I'll start. I think you got to get Cooper Cup early, involved early and often. He's your go-to guy. Don't go away from him. There's nobody on that Bengals secondary on their corners that I think can stop Cooper Cup. 
or is on Cooper Cup's level as as on Cooper Cup's level, talent level, get Cooper Cup involved early and often. Jalen Ramsey's not on the Bengals. Get him involved early and often. And I think also Matthew Stafford, he's done great. Only one turnover, one interception this postseason. But, you know, he, he, he tends to throw some interceptions, definitely in the regular season, but only one touch, one interception, excuse me, to six touchdowns. He plays a mostly clean game. Rams are going to be fine. Yeah, so my X factor is not anyone in particular, but as a unit, that Rams defense, I think that's the best. To me, that's, if not top two, but the best defense in football when they're playing at their best. And uh, I just want to bring us that for the 49ers game. They did not let up a single yard in the last 12 minutes of the game. So that when they're playing at their best, it's really hard to beat that defensive unit. So that's a key factor. They got to get it. Like we said, get out the quarterback, cover the receivers. And as a unit, yeah, that's, that's definitely an X factor for me. And one final X factor, get after Joe Burrow, hmm. make him uncomfortable, make his game uncomfortable. Don't let him, get going, and just get after what the Titans got after him. Um, and that's it for me for the Rams' X-Factors. Anything else, Jerry, you got for the Rams? Yeah, I'll just say uh, OBJ. I think he's due for a big game. Uh, I think they're going to be, like we said, game planning for Cooper Cup. And I think Sean McVay is going to know that. He's going to set up a lot of – especially the way he's been playing, he's going to set up some more plays for OBJ, look for some more deep balls from him. Because we've seen he's one of the best athletes in the league, and he's been kind of – injuries killed him. Browns kind of killed him. So he's still one of the best wide receivers in the game. So look for him to get the ball. Okay, guys, we previewed the Bengals. We gave you everything about the Bengals, all the information you need. We also gave you our X factors for the Bengals. Then we flipped on the other side. We gave you everything we need to know, and you need to know about the Rams. We broke down both teams and the Rams X factors. We gave you both teams X factors. Now it is time. If you stayed for the whole video, which you should have, our prediction, who wins the Super Bowl 56 and who wins Super Bowl MVP, Jared, I'm going to start with you. Who's winning Super Bowl 56 and who's winning your Super Bowl MVP? All right. So for Super Bowl 56, I got the Rams winning uh, by a score of 27 to 20. I was thinking maybe 27, 17, but you know, I put a one score game. Want to see it, see a good game. Um, I just think the Rams, the names on the Rams team is just going to be too much for the Bengals. Um, so I just, I just can't see the Bengals winning it. Um, in my opinion, but who knows what will happen. This is my prediction. And then for my Super Bowl MVP, I got Matthew Stafford in his first Super Bowl um, ever. I think I, I kind of, I almost, I, I had Matthew Stafford winning MVP of the season in my, my future, my uh, past season preview, but now I got him winning Super Bowl, the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, I just, I really like Matthew Stafford. And I think, the Rams are going to win. He's going to be a the mate, the key cause of that. So, yeah, I know it's the quarterback. Their quarterback always wins Super Bowl MVP, but that's what I'm going with. I couldn't agree more with the score, or basically the score. Who got winning? I got the Rams 27 and the Bengals 21. So <laughs> I'm yeah. one point away. I think it's. I agree. It's going to be a one point one score game. I think the Rams. Pass rushes too much with uh, Donald and Miller and Floyd. And I think Jamar Chase against Ramsey or just Ramsey in general is going to be too much. Joe Burrow, first time in this big game. I know it's Stafford's first time big game, but Burrow's young. Stafford is a veteran in this league. I think the Rams are just more experienced. McVay's already been in the Super Bowl. 
He knows what to expect. He knows what not to do. Zach Taylor was a horrible coach for the first two years in the NFL. Like he's not, hasn't never been on this level. This first time, it's always tough for the first time head coach to be in the Super Bowl. It's a different level. I think Cooper Cup's too much. And I think the Rams experience is way too much. And they went, to, they got Odell and they got Von Miller for a reason. They didn't just go to lose the Super Bowl. Rams 27, Bengals 21. MVP, I went bold. I could have went Stafford. Like I was like, okay, the quarterback always wins. I just wanted to spice it up with him. I want Von Miller. Ooh, okay. I want Von Miller. Look, look, do I think he's probably gonna win? Is he the favorite? Probably not. But why not? Von Miller, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Von Miller, two to three sacks he's gonna get in the game. He's gonna cut maybe force a fumble by Joe Burrow. I think Von Miller has a great game. I could either see Von Miller or Aaron Donald winning it, but obviously Stafford might win it, and I think that's probably the most logical pick Stafford a cup. I wanted to go a little bold, but Jared and I agree. We have Rams 27. He has Bengals 20. I have Bengals 21, but the consensus is Rams are your Super Bowl 56 champions. And guys, here's my, uh, I just want to say one thing, my sleeper Super Bowl MVP and who I kind of deep down want to win it. Jalen Ramsey, maybe yeah. six, somewhere in there. Who knows? But yeah, just yeah to say dude, that, you know, put it on camera. In case he wins it, yeah, why not, guys? Comment down below if who you have winning your Super Bowl, and if you want to add who you have winning Super Bowl MVP, guys. This was another episode. This is where our Super Bowl 56 preview show, guys. More podcasts are going to be coming out. We're going to do some NFL coaches podcast, kind of regrade grading the coaches that just are hired, maybe some NBA trade deadline uh video. But you guys are definitely not going to want to. Stay away from this channel. Jerry, anything else you got to say before we sign off? Yeah, please don't forget. Uh, we just posted an interview with Brad Johnson. Check it out. Really great interview. One of our best. It's, you know, you're hearing the stories of a Super Bowl champion quarterback. Uh, he played with John Gruden. So please check that out if you're watching this. And don't forget to subscribe. Guys, until next time, this was the Talking Sports Podcast with Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Trump. Poor, thank you so much for tuning in.